Hey, it's Michael, and this is the Kintsugi Podcast. I'll be back in a minute with today's conversation about resilience. But first, if you're interested in creating a better life, having a better career, please visit kintsugipodcast.com and grab your free workbook on how to have a better life. In it, you'll discover tips and routines so you can find the energy for the things and the people who matter most so you can create a better tomorrow and create the life and career you desire. Hey there, it's Michael. Well, a few days ago, depending on when you're listening to this Kintsugi podcast, the president of the United States said something about the coronavirus. Now, if you're listening to this outside the U.S., which a whole bunch of people do, you may or may not know that we are having one heck of a time getting our arms around COVID. It feels like the tail's wagging the dog. It's been five months, and I think we got at least five more months in front of us, which very few people would have predicted. Well, he said, hey, the coronavirus, yeah, it'll go away, like things go away. Now, this is not a political podcast. The Kintsugi podcast, Conversations About Resilience, is about resilience. It's about knowing and accepting that we're perfectly imperfect. Our blemishes, our wrinkles, our scars, all that jazz helps make us beautiful. They tell this beautiful story that even when we have fallen down, we've gotten back up again with some wisdom and maybe a slightly different direction. We've shifted our perspective, if you will, and still kept pedaling forward to create a better tomorrow. So I don't want to make a political comment on his comment, but since I do leadership work, help leaders and companies show up better so they can create the right type of environment, especially as we go through the coronavirus and beyond, for them to create an environment where we are, or we all know that we're perfectly imperfect. I will say this about his comment. It's not the best thing to say as a leader during a crisis. And that's your no-duh moment of this podcast, especially when something is so urgent and important as our health, like COVID, that we can't just hope for the hard things to go away like things go away because things may not necessarily go away. They just come back a little bit different and a little bit more challenging. Now, if the issue at hand ain't that big of a deal. If it's not urgent or important, then that approach, hey, things will go away, like things go away, this moment too shall pass, may be the best approach, may be quite appropriate. But our crisis is a big deal. I hope we can all agree on that. Although I have my days where I don't think we all agree on that, but we need different action. We have fallen down over the last five months. We need to get back up with a shift in perspective and different action. That's what it means to be resilient. And I know this here in the States, probably across the world. Many people get worked up when he says things like this. Now, personally, I'm a little surprised. We're four years into this almost. I'm surprised by how surprised people get when he says things like this. As a leader, and this is where my expertise resides, he is who he is as a leader. He is incredibly consistent. So we should no longer be surprised. So I want to now move our conversation away from him because we burn a lot of calories fixated on him. And let's focus on us. That's what this whole podcast is all about. That's what my work is all about, us, how we show up. So how often do we say something similar within our companies, within our lives? 
that the hard things, oh, they'll go away like things go away. We avoid them. We just hope they will sort of float away, if you will. And when we do that, we fail to address the important things, the hard things. And we just prefer that they go away like things go away. For example, like that difficult conversation you need to have with a colleague or your partner about the health of your relationship with them. Sometimes we just hope the moment will go away and we can sweep it under the rug. Or like making the type of change we need to make or could make in this moment to let go of our past instead of reaching for normal, we reach for better. Even when we're unsure about the future, which we all are, no one has a crystal ball, or your health, like visiting the doctor to take care of your health. Even when you have an ache or a pain or something concerning that you know you need to see, get checked up on, you need an exam, but you hope it will just go away like things go away. We kick the can down the road. And here's the thing about productivity, which is a topic we're focused in on in my leadership academy this month. When we get stuff done that doesn't matter, when we do all this work on the less important things, it doesn't mean we're productive. We're just busy doing the things that don't truly matter instead of working on the things that truly do. And here's the thing I've learned throughout my career and as a coach is that if we want a better life, career, company, heck, even a society, then we can't wish for the hard things to go away as they always do because the hard things, when we don't address them, always leave a mark behind. And they grow in their challenging aspects. They become more difficult to deal with as we head downstream. The hard things, the important things, the urgent things, don't get easier if we ignore them. They just get harder to deal with. And they prevent us from creating that better tomorrow, having that better life or that better career that we want. Here's the truth in my experience. Folks who deal with the hard things find it easier to create a better tomorrow. So now you may be asking, okay, sounds fine, Michael, but how do we do it? Well, here is one way I want to offer up. And I've been doing it this way for the last 19 years to help me work on the hard things, to help me address the urgent and important things and try to push the less important things off to the side or to back burner them. And I will say this, just like the spirit of our podcast, I am perfectly imperfect with this. But this has helped me in the executive suite, get to the executive suite and have success in it as a business owner. But the three main jobs that I love the most, husband, friend, and father. So each morning before checking email, because we shouldn't be sleeping with our phone, it's one of our bad habits. We shouldn't be checking email first thing in the morning before we properly wake up. I grab my water, about 20 ounces of water, because the brain and the body needs hydration. It's been a while since you've had a sip of water as you're sleeping. And I pause, breathe, and reflect on these three questions. Michael, how do you wish to be today? Michael, what do you wish to do today? And then finally, what do you want to have at the end of the day? Now, every day, my answer is differ because each day is a little bit different. But like spokes to a hub, like a bicycle wheel, they always connect back to my greater purpose. So common answers to how do I wish to be today are determined, happy, of course, resilient, healthy, one of my values, kind, another one of my values, and the guy that's got your back, who's in the trenches with you. That's how I wish to be. I also wish to be present and mindful and all that jazz. The list could go on and on. Again, each day is different. 
What do I wish to do today? Common answers all tie around this fact. I want to do the things that are hard, the important things, the things that truly matter, prioritization, if you will, big rocks, as many people call them. I want to get really focused in on that, and I want to put a disproportional amount of my focus and energy towards getting those things done. If I'm going to burn calories, I want to burn calories on the big things, not the little things. And then what do I wish to have more of? Now, this isn't a question of like money, although it could be that for you, or external merit batches. This is more about how you wish to be as opposed to external things. So common answers for me are calm, grateful, love. Peace is always a big one. I'm a big, that's one of my big values is peace. And also the optimism to keep pedaling into tomorrow so we can create a better one. These three questions, without a doubt, help frame my day. If we don't start our days with some level of intention, then it's going to feel like the tail's wagging the dog, much like how that feels. It feels very similar here in the U.S. with corona, that the tail's wagging the dog. And so many people wake up with that type of framework, meaning no framework at all. So now we're in this reactive mode throughout the day. So my three questions help us. And these three questions are in my second book, My Last Bad Day Shift. It gives me a frame. It gives me some direction. Because after all, leadership is about knowing your purpose, why you're on this planet, what you wish to do with your one wild and precious life. For some, you may not know that yet, but we can work through that. We can find that. And then painting an aspirational future or aspirational picture of the future. And we get to do that each and every day, connect with our purpose and paint an aspirational image that we can start pedaling towards, gives us a goal. And each and every day, we have an opportunity to do just that as we lead ourselves through our lives because no one else is going to lead us through our own lives. We have to take ownership over that. We have to be responsible. We have to have ownership, accountability, however you want to phrase it. So here's my invite to you is if you really want to work on the important things before they go away, let me know. Because each day I show up, I want to be the guy who's got your back. And it could be just through listening to this podcast each week. It could be downloading a copy of the Better Life Workbook or different ways for us to connect on social media, through my blog, what have you, so I can be there for you in the way that you need support. So the question that I have for you as you're listening to this conversation about resilience, is how do you wish to be today? I encourage you to ask yourself these three questions as you go through the next week and see how that helps you frame your day and to see if it just helps you work on the hard things. Does it help you become more productive? Now, there's a couple of different things before I let you go on this conversation about resilience on the Kintsugi podcast. Is on August 27th at 5 p.m. Eastern, I'm doing a webinar. It's called break away from burnout because what I'm sensing, the energy I'm sensing from a whole bunch of people here in the States and really across the planet is that we're close to burnout. We're tired. Now we're gritting it out and we're making it happen. We're not really breathing. We're just like holding our breath and trying to get through it. But we got many more months to go. And when we run at that pace or this pace that we're running at for too long, that's when we start to compromise our health when we pack in the stress instead of finding a way to re release it, renew, and then return to what we want to do. So I'm having a special conversation. I'm not calling it a webinar because I think we're a little Zoomed out, but we are going to be on Zoom. 
but to have more of a conversation so we can all break away from burnout. Think of it as a little positivity, maybe a little yoga for your soul to help you get through the end of the year. And I hope you'll join me. I'll put the link in the show notes so you can register. And we have something new, something really cool. We have merchandise for the first time for my company. You can get your very own pause, breathe, and reflect t-shirt that has an incredible message inside the shirt all about resilience, which this podcast is all about. And you can check that out on my website, which is michaelobrienshift.com. As always, thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing and leaving a rating. And I hope you'll share this with your Peloton so they can also think about that question. What are they hoping will go away like things go away? And maybe it will inspire them to work on the hard things, the important things, so they can be more productive and get closer to creating that better tomorrow I think we all desire. So until next week, our next conversation about resilience, be healthy, remember to pause, breathe, and reflect. And of course, have fun storming the castle. We'll talk to you then. Bye-bye.